Welcome to the Vision Driven Marriage Podcast. If you're struggling in your marriage, or maybe you're wondering if it's even salvageable, before you give up or before you let things get too hard, let us come alongside you and help you solidify your marriage. We offer biblical encouragement and insight to help you strengthen your marriage. Welcome to the Vision Driven Marriage Podcast. We're Doug and Leslie Davis. We are glad that you're here with us today. We want to ask you that if you've been enjoying your time on the Vision Driven Marriage Podcast, go to where you get your podcasts. Leave us a review. We appreciate it. Today, we're going to be looking at being intentional. And what we want to look at when we say being intentional, is going to be focused on what God tells us in 1 John 3, 18. God's word says, little children, we must not love with word or speech, but with truth and action. And so when we talk about being intentional, God says we need to love each other with truth and action. We need to try to figure out exactly what that's going to look like. If you've listened to any of our podcasts previously, you've heard me say often, about being on autopilot and how detrimental that is to your relationship. And um, so today we're really focusing in on some of the things that you can do to get off of autopilot. Um, I know in our uh, interview with um, Anna McLaughlin, she talked a lot about being intentional in her relationships, even down to making the small things very important. Mm -hmm. And so that's what prompted this um, episode of the Vision Driven Marriage. And so we are really happy that you guys are here. So let's first jump in with the definition, what a working definition of what it means to be intentional in your marriage. This uh, definition is from the YouVersion Bible app, and I'll link that in the show notes. But here's what it says. Being intentional is being deliberate in your actions, purposeful in your plans, and voluntarily acting in the best interest of your marriage and not yourself. And when we look at what that's really going to mean, we're going to try to break that down because it's a great definition. When Leslie shared that with me from the YouVersion Bible app, I said, that's it. That's mm-hmm. exactly what we're talking yeah. about through this whole episode. You know, what, what does it look like to be deliberate in your actions, to be purposeful in the things that you plan to do and to voluntarily act in the best interests of your marriage, not yourself? It's that idea of we not, not me, me. Mm-hmm. and and uh, being able to, now, you know, we want to make sure that all of you know that we've encouraged you to remember that God says that you don't find your identity in your marriage, you find your identity in Christ, mm-hmm. and that your marriage shouldn't be the only thing that God's given to you to fulfill you. You're fulfilled in many ways. Uh, it puts some of those unrealistic expectations we talked about last week in place when you expect your spouse to be absolutely everything for you. Mm-hmm. However... Even though it's true that you have to uh, have your own spiritual and physical health in check, that God will give you the things that you need to be fulfilled in Him, the more you can think about we instead of me, the healthier the relationship God's given to you will be. So let's take a look at what it looks like to be intentional. One of the things that you can do to be absolutely intentional in your marriage is to make each other a priority. The, you know, voluntarily acting that the in the best interest of your marriage, that's what that means to make each other a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that in our relationship, that develops a sense of safety right. and fosters trust in our relationship that doesn't come from any place mm-hmm. else than when we make each other a we and not a right. me. 
right? One of the other things that you can do is in being intentional in how you spend your time. Avoid these time suckers. Uh, my difficulty is scrolling. Uh, Facebook is a killer. It is absolutely a killer. And when I have spent time scrolling on Facebook when I could have been interacting or sharing something in common that we have. Like for instance, we like to watch Cubs games together, but if we're watching a Cubs game and I'm sitting on my phone scrolling, that's not really doing that together, mm -hmm. right? And I can fall down a, a rabbit hole of research really quickly and all of a sudden I realize that it's three hours later. Now, and, and you know, and, and just the time is gone. It, it, it may be that yours is, is video games. Think about what is it that causes you to look up and go, wow, where did those hours go? Um, because, and, and, and there are times where that's absolutely okay. Um, what we're talking about is when there's something that you want to do, be intentional about making that time uh, a priority, a, a priority yeah. and valuable. Think about your spouse. Now, there's other times where it's okay. You've got four hours just to do whatever you want. Those are fine. Lose yourself in those times. But, uh, but you all know that there may be something that you personally lose yourself in when you don't want to. Be intentional with those times. But it's not just time. Time's just one resource. Yeah, there are so many things that undermine your relationship and you really want to work to avoid those. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we talked about last week um, was the uh, preconceived unrealistic expectations. You really want to avoid unrealistic expectations yeah. in your relationship because it really works to undermine. And so being intentional about dealing with those when they come up, like that's really, really important mm -hmm. to bring that intentionality into working with those right. types of things. Right, and being intentional with the words that you use. Mm -hmm. You know, words are a valuable resource. Uh, be intentional about the things that you do. And so again, considering what you've been given in your relationship as resources that you get to share with your spouse, mm -hmm. being intentional with those resources when you need to be is what we're really talking about. And there's, you know, so avoid the times when you need to be intentional. Avoid being flippant with whatever resource God's given to you. But the other thing that you really should do is frequently share. We were talking about making your spouse a priority. Share with your spouse. And here's what I'm talking about. Share your hopes and your dreams. Share your goals, but also share your frustrations. Share life together and do it intentionally. Um, don't expect that your, your spouse can read your mind. Don't expect that your spouse, because your spouse went through the same circumstance you just went through, that they feel the same way you do. Don't assume that because 10 years ago you had a goal that you both have that same goal now. Mm -hmm. uh, be intentional about sharing all of those things together. So what I hear you saying is that assumptions can right. undermine the relationship too. So you want yep. to avoid assumptions, mm -hmm. right? But the flip side of communicating those, um, those types of things, goals and dreams and ideas and all this is also listening. So mm -hmm. being intentional in how you listen to your spouse is also very important because even if you might not come together on a shared dream, there might be some differences in that and you might need to make some tweaks. 
how you listen to each other during that time is what makes mm -hmm. that connection. It's not if you're on the same page about whatever it is that you're talking right. about. It's how you listen to each other. Right. And and um, you can show value, you know, how much you value one another in the way that you listen to each other. One of the other things that you can do, one of the things that, that we, we all need to be reminded to do, to be intentional about having fun together. Um, too often when you feel like there's some kind of a rut, some kind of an issue, some kind of a frustration, uh, one of the things that can kickstart a refocus, that can kickstart being intentional, that can kickstart thinking things through differently than you used to, is, is being able to have fun together. And that's really important when you're in the messy middle, um, when the children are little and the job is pressing in and you know life is happening and it's happening fast. Be intentional about taking some time to have fun together during those times. Let grandma and grandpa babysit, you know, or a church friend babysit and be able to just spend some time together doing something that you both incredibly enjoy. I know one of the things we did was we took off to a, a place in Indiana that was called Antique Alley. And that's what we did for like a day and a half was just just rummage through all of these antique stores. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and you know the things that you have fun doing. And it mm -hmm. may be something as simple as just watching a silly movie and laughing together. Maybe going it, whitewater <laughs> rafting or going hiking or camping together. Having a you water know? balloon mm -hmm. fight. Yeah. Um, yeah Making I, a meal together. Occasionally, we forget that growing older is not optional, but growing up is. And, <laughs> and we need to mature. We need to be serious uh, at times, but we also need to laugh. Laughter's good for the soul. And it's something that God's given to us as a gift. Make sure that you remember to have fun together. Also, uh, make sure to make intimacy a priority. Be intentional about making intimacy a priority. And guys, I want to make sure that you are hearing me. All of the forms of intimacy need to be a priority, not just the physical, although that's good too. A few months ago, we did a podcast episode with Rick and Nancy K. Grace, and mm -hmm. um, it was about the different types of intimacy. And I yeah. would encourage you to jump back and listen yeah. to that episode if you're curious at how many different types <laughs> of intimacy there are, because I will bet you that there are more than you think. And it's in two parts. So check out part one and part two mm -hmm. of, of the intimacies. Uh, now, as you do that, that's part of the places where you can have fun. Leslie was talking about the messy middle. And when you have children, sometimes it's hard to, to have the emotional intimacy that you want. Sometimes it's hard to have the, the physical intimacy that you want. But I would encourage you, uh, make a place for it. You know, maybe your kids are, are saying, mom, dad, come play hide and seek with us. Well, hide in the same place and hold hands till they find you. Something as simple as <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, but yeah. just be intentional. Be intentional about both having fun and making intimacy a priority. And, and it will be something that will bless you. Absolutely. You know, what a part of the definition that we shared earlier was being purposeful in your plans. And it's very difficult to be purposeful in your plans if you are not sharing these things together. Um, yeah. And one of the one of the most important parts of that is to be transparent with each yeah. other. Um, that type of humility before each other can really create a connection in a relationship that yeah. is undermine is otherwise undermined if you are on autopilot. And so um, having that transparency 
you know, that's about sharing fears and shortcomings. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's really hard to share those things because that relate, you might not feel safe in that relationship to do that, or you might be uh, fearful that there's going to be rejection or criticism or whatever. So work really hard in your relationship to make it an intentional place where there isn't any criticism, there mm -hmm. isn't any judgment so that both of both you and your spouse can share um, all the things that need to be shared in order to define the relationship as transparent without um, that kind of fear. Right. <clears throat> We've talked about being transparent in the things that you do and the places that you go and you know, those types of things. But all, this goes beyond that. When we're talking about being intentional about your transparency, Leslie was just saying that you may be afraid to share some of those things. Your transparency can start with, I, I want to talk about this, but I'm afraid that you'll reject me if we mm -hmm. talk about it. Be transparent in that way. What you'll find is that'll open up a door uh, for you to be uh, united in a way that you may not have been united previously. And so be intentional about being really, really transparent, even when it's going to feel weird at first if you haven't been practicing that kind of transparency. But it's something that if you're intentional about it, can be a real blessing to your marriage. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, first and foremost, I would say the most important thing to do is to pray together because there are, how would you even describe it? Undescribable, you can't describe it undescribable blessings of the Holy Spirit in a marriage and in a relationship when you begin to pray together. Yeah. They're, they're unforeseen. They're mm -hmm. undescribable. They're, I, I, what else do you say about that? <laughs> but first and foremost, start by praying together because the benefits will incredibly bless you in a way that I obviously can't even describe. I don't have words for it. Also, <laughs> I want to encourage all of you to uh, be more intentional about the way that you listen to and pay attention by watching your spouse so that you can become more in tune with what your spouse needs. Once you become aware of what your spouse needs, then you're able to respond to those needs. Mm -hmm. So be intentional about paying attention to what your spouse needs so that you can be intentional about responding to it. Don't let it be one of those things, well, this need just looks like something I can't do anything about. Be intentional about the things that you can do in response to the needs that you've recognized. And what you'll see once again is it'll open up a new level of intimacy as well. Absolutely. The last part of the definition was voluntarily acting in the best interest of your marriage. Mm -hmm. Now, when we think about what that might look like, that means making it, that means like if, if you have a decision to make, you come home and talk to your spouse first. Right before acting upon that decision. Um, one of the things that comes to mind was a client um, at one point that I had that had changed jobs, changed, not just changed jobs, but completely changed career paths without talking to his wife first. Hmm. And like, that's not putting the, what is best, what is the best interest in your marriage first. You know, that was a very self-focused um, decision um, and it didn't, it didn't bear well. It didn't bear well for his relationship with his wife. And, and so as we look at these things you can do to be intentional, you might be thinking, well, some of those things I'm able to do pretty well, but some of them I, I'm not. Let, let me just remind you that 
each of us can find ourselves in a place that surprises us because we were just on autopilot or we were just going with the flow. We were just, you know, floating down the lazy river of life. And, and we, because we weren't intentional, we find ourselves feeling things that catch us off guard or uh, having responsibilities that we have to do that create frustration for us because we weren't intentional in our choices or uh, struggles and, and uh, a, a division um, in our relationships, including our marriage relationships, simply because we weren't intentional about nurturing the unity that God wanted for us. So as we have mentioned some of these things you can do, I want, I want to give you some practical uh, ways to apply them. And the very first thing that I would encourage you to do is if you feel like it's been difficult for you to be intentional, start small. Choose to be intentional about one thing, whatever it was that, that really spoke to you today, whichever of the things we mentioned, start small. Be intentional about that one thing first. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Sometimes you look at me, I don't know what to say. <laughs> and so, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> but, you know, because it can feel overwhelming. It can feel like it's just too much. And it doesn't have to be. Um, you know, it, it would be an unrealistic expectation on our part. Check out last week. It would be an unrealistic expectation on our part to say, you know, that if you start to be intentional in all of these areas at once, that that's practical and doable. It may not be for you. Um, so do what is practical and doable. Find the one thing that really spoke to your heart. Start there. But also, this is something in our modern age. We have some um, technology that can help us do things that were a little more difficult in the past. I want to encourage you, set reminders to be intentional. Now, I know that sounds a little bit weird, but your day catches you off guard. And the, the things that can catch you off guard and get you doing the things that are on autopilot are all the things you absolutely have to do. Your calendar is full every day. You've got all of these things that you have to take Life care of. Schedule a reminder. Put it in your phone. Put it on your calendar. Schedule a reminder to be intentional about the thing that you're wanting to be intentional about. Because, again, new habits don't just develop overnight. Mm -hmm. You have to be... You might need some help being intentional. Not that it's not important, but life gets in the way. That's where the unintentional happens. Set a reminder to help you remember to be intentional. What's the rule of thumb? The old rule of thumb was it takes 21, 21 days, days to, to develop create a habit. habit. And I think it's I think that it's longer than that now because our attention spans have gotten shorter uh, due to social media and phones and, and mm -hmm. all the things. So, so give yourself that space and that mm -hmm. time to develop a new habit, to set a yeah, set a reminder, set mm -hmm. more than one reminder, you know, mm -hmm. set a reminder every day if you need to, set a reminder every day, um, and work to develop a habit in um, those things that you want to be more intentional in. Now, this next thing that I want to encourage you to do is going to sound a little bit odd at first. Bear with me for a minute. Manage your impulsiveness. What in the world does that have to do with being intentional? Uh, we talked earlier about 
not using the words we ought to use, and we should be intentional about our words, uh, not using time the way we wanted to. And remember, we're not talking about the time that you have that's yours for, that's free for entertainment. Entertain yourselves during that time that's for entertainment. But someone but who's impulsive. Somebody who's impulsive is going to use their time unwisely. They're going to use their words unwisely. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're going to struggle. And so you need to become aware of the fact that all of us, even the most controlled among us, have an impulsiveness that lives within us and learn to manage the impulsiveness. Do not feel like a failure when you were impulsive and you weren't intentional. Just become aware of it and reduce the amount of times or how long the impulsiveness has control instead of intentionality. Because what you've got is you've got an interesting little uh, dichotomy. Impulsiveness can take the lead or intentionality can take the lead. Mm -hmm. And so just get to the place where you're managing your impulsiveness so that you're being very aware of, I'd rather be intentional right now than being impulsive. And I think, you know, there again, we're back to praying together. Um, the By the power of the Holy Spirit, um, that impulsiveness can be... Um, used for the glory of the Lord can, right. can be, can be brought under control, you know, to where you can be intentional in your marriage because the Lord is going to bring the Holy Spirit around to help you raise awareness when you're not, um, when you are being impulsive <laughs> and not being intentional in your marriage. Um, and it may look something like, of course, I'm not, uh, going to even pre even think about that. I can determine what the Holy Spirit is going to say in your life. But what what may happen is that awareness is raised for you in the area of, hey, this is causing damage. This is undermining mm -hmm. my relationship. So I need to change that because I'm, you know, so just raising, just by the power of the Holy Spirit, raising that awareness, that mm -hmm. can be the motivation to work to change. Right. And then after you have, you know, started, start small. Don't be afraid to start small. After you've set some reminders, because we all need a little bit of help. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you're going to have your reminders be from a person, but probably even from your phone as well. Yeah. Manage your impulsiveness. You got a choice. Is impulsiveness going to rule this minute or is intentionality going to rule this minute? Um, and then finally, I, I would encourage all of you uh, to recognize that those things you've been given are resources. Use your resources wisely, whether that resource is time or that resource is the words that you're going to use. Uh, we know that we need to be intentional about some of our resources like our money, but just consider that the things you've been given are resources, they're great, mm -hmm. and just start focusing on the fact that they're resources so that you can think about using them wisely. Absolutely. So, you know, being intentional is something that Sounds easy. It's not. Uh, what is easy is moments where we go on autopilot. And I want to make sure that all of us understand that there's times when that's okay. All of us need that recreational time. So if you've got an hour today where it's my recreational time, it's my brain drain time, and it's okay to do that, it's not what we're talking about. Go on autopilot, enjoy yourself, let yourself uh, basically... Uh, relax from the struggles of your day. But we also know, if we're being honest with ourselves, there's times where we have things we should do, things that would be better for us to do. And when we're not intentional, we find those that time slips away from us. 
the opportunities slip away from us. The conversations we could have had, the words we could have used, they slip away and we weren't using our resources wisely. The connections that we could have made. Yeah. The intentionality that we could have had in our relationship. And I think, you know, one of the saddest things is couples getting to the the point of, you know, not even where we're at, but a little farther on down the road, you know, they get to the point of retirement or they get to, you know, to that point, they're like well into their empty nest years and there's no connection there. So they get a divorce because Mm -hmm. they're not together anymore. You know, they have nothing in common. They they are just cohabitating together. And being intentional in your early years of marriage, in the in the messy middle, you know, even the the just starting the emptiness, mm-hmm. that's where we're at, you know, being intentional in those years are going to save that relationship later on down the road because you will have a solid connection um, that is um, un- unbeatable. It really is. So wherever you are in your marriage, if it's early on, be intentional. If you're in the messy middle and the kids are there, you know it's important. Be intentional. If you're an empty nester, uh, be intentional there too. And, and you may think, well, I haven't, I haven't been as intentional as I want to be. Is it too late? No, it's never too late. Mm-hmm. It's never too late to begin to be intentional. And we know that when you're intentional, there are things that will happen that God will do that will allow you to draw closer to one another. And I just wanted to remind you, 1 John 3.18 says, Little children, we must not love with word or speech, but with truth and action. And when we're intentional, we get to see that truth of the love we have for one another play out in action in a way that makes a difference that glorifies God and we see God solidify the marriage.